0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, and I'm broadcasting from my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement on the south side of Chicago. We've been doing this for about two years, but ever since opening day, we have been simulating a White Sox season. Each and every day the White Sox would play, Socks in the Basement brings you a simulated game. All the pitches, the entire game broadcasted to you. You can listen to it anytime you want. It comes out in the overnight hours, so it's ready for you in the morning find the time, sit back, relax, and enjoy a ball game. Every Wednesday, we still do our 30 minutes of Sox, which is Sox in the Basement, and me and my buddy Dave sit down and we talk about not only what's going on in Major League Baseball in the real world, like plans for restarting the sport, but also what's going on in the simulated season, and this is a time when we will make decisions about the roster. Two things became apparent in our show that just came out on Wednesday, which you can find on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. First of all, the White Sox 10-8 record makes sense. It's a team coming out of a rebuild with a lot of new parts, and the manager has to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Plus, remember, two pieces of our rotation, Reynaldo Lopez and Dylan Cease, did not perform well last year. And while there is more hope for Cease than Lopez, both of them have a lot to prove in 2020. So while the offense across most categories is up towards the top in the majors, The starting pitching has been subpar. The other thing that we thought about looking at everything over the first few weeks of the simulated season is there's not enough versatility when guys need days off. Right now, the White Sox are in the middle of a huge stretch with no days off and carrying three catchers makes no sense. So we decided to promote Nick Madrigal, who will make his major league debut at home On a Thursday, April 16th, 2020, as Gio Gonzalez goes up against Kyle Gibson for the first of four with the Texas Rangers at the rate. We go out there now for another White Sox simulated broadcast from Sox in the Basement, Cork and Carry at the Park, and Family Waterproofing Solutions. Let's go. Welcome to Guaranteed Rate Field, and using MLB The Show 20, we present you with another white Sox simulated ball game from sacks in the basement and sacksinthebasement.com. Hello everybody, my name is Chris Linuti. The Texas Rangers are in town for four straight coming off of being swept by the New York Yankees and Gio Gonzalez is out there for his fourth start so far, 1 and 0 with a 4.00 earned run average and a 1.28 whip, 18 innings pitched, 14 hits Nine walks, 15 strikeouts. And Danny Santana will lead off for the Rangers and take the first pitch high on a four-seam fastball. 1-0 the count. White Sox drop two out of three against the Kansas City Royals on a very short road trip and are 6-6 six and six over their last 12 games. Outside fastball taken for a strike, 1-1. The Major League debut for Nick Madrigal. He's standing at second base today. Called up. By Sacks in the basement. The White Sox will retain an extra year of control, but he will get to arbitration earlier than if they would have waited another month. 44 degrees today, it's chilly. Wind blowing out at 9 miles per hour, dead center field. Santana hitting 267 with a 1-2 count. Takes one high and inside lays off a close one, 2-2. Two two. You can actually see Gonzalez say, come on, towards home plate. There's a foul ball straight back by Santana, hitting 267. The Rangers had a rough time with the Yankees. This one inside changeup, taken for a strike. The first batter is a strikeout victim of Gonzalez. And he's throwing a Osmani Grandal, who's had a few days off behind the plate. He had a full day off, and then he DH'd as the White Sox try to massage him through. A very difficult stretch over the last week or so at the plate. Nick Solak comes up, hitting 188 batting second for the Rangers. Solak had a very exciting final six weeks of the season that made fantasy baseball kids drool over the prospects of him being a sleeper, but he's gotten off to a bad start this season. Swings and misses there, 0-2 the count to Solak. Gonzalez, the lefty, delivers high outside four-seam fastball, 1-2 the count. Really cold out there today. 44 degrees, snow fell In Chicago yesterday Big pileups on the interstates in the morning And by about 11 o'clock in the morning Most of it was melted away But that was just the sunshine doing that The weather remains in the mid-40s As this one is low Taken 2-2 and the count Gonzalez into the wind This one's chopped up the middle It's going to be a base hit In between Madrigal and Anderson Adam Engel playing center field today For Luis Robert Will toss it into Madrigal Who's wearing number 92? I don't know what's with the ridiculous numbers that these White Sox rookies pick for themselves. As a low changeup to Elvis Andros comes in, he's hitting 348 right now in the three spot for Texas, and he's on a four game hitting streak. The runner with a lead, the pitch on the way. Just misses the outside corner, 2 0. Sox had bad luck yesterday, some really bad errors. And some tough, tough calls by the home plate umpire. And they end up dropping two out of three to Kansas City. This one catches the outside corner. Fastball for a strike, two and one. But you got to shake it off. you got to get back in there. The pitch on the way. The runner goes. Throw down from Grandal. That is a close play. Mandrigal bobbles it coming in. I don't know if he would have gotten him otherwise. That's a stolen base. Bad throw actually by Grandau looking at the replay, it bounces in. Madrigal has to basically block the ball from going into the outfield. So the runner advances and then Andrews swings and misses at a pitch outside the zone. Gonzalez sends him packing for a second strikeout of the inning in the game. And Joey Gallo hitting 217, the lefty power hitter, who has made a career out of very low batting average and a very high OPS as he fouls this one off down the third base line. Gonzalez checks the runner at second base. The pitch on the way. Low changeup taken for a ball, 1-1 one one the count. Two outs, top of the first, 1-1 one one the count. The pitch. Hits the outside corner on a changeup taken, 1-2. and two. Good movement early by Gonzalez to both sides of the plate, also moving up and down. Rondell sets up outside, calls for a changeup out of the zone, He does not chase two and two. Will reset with the count even. The pitch. Swung on and missed, one in on the hands right over the top of him. Gonzalez pumped. He strikes out three batters in the first inning. And midway through the first, no score here in Chicago on the south side. Kyle Gibson has three starts underneath his belt, and he's 0-2 with a 6.91 earned run average, 14 and a third innings, 22 hits, five walks, 14 strikeouts He's a better pitcher than this But he's off to a very poor start As Tim Anderson, who's off to a hot start Continuing what he did last year Winning the AL batting title Now hitting 342, Leads off the game He Takes a high sinker one know the count The Rangers, 8-10 Sitting 4th in the AL West Just got swept by the Yankees In Texas And now have 4 here Kicking off a road trip against the White Sox at the rate. This one's rocketed down the third base line, hooking foul into the stands. One and one the count. Gibson, the righty, delivers a low changeup. Anderson holds off. Two and one the count. Sparse crowd, even though it's an evening game on a Thursday. The weather keeping people away as Anderson chops foul a sinker in the zone down the third base line. The count evens at two. Outside. Taken for a ball, 3-2 the count with Mancata on deck, hitting 3-13 with two home runs and 11 RBIs so far at mid-April. The pitch on the way. Lined to short on the one hop, Andrews over to first, he'll get Anderson by a step and a half. And that's a 6-3 put out for the first out for the White Sox here in the bottom of the first inning. Milwaukee beat Philly 5-4 in an exciting walk-off style. In Milwaukee today, one of the few day games today on a Thursday. And Gibson delivers. Inside low sinker, 1-0 to Moncada. Abreu on deck. After Abreu, it'll be Grandal Jimenez Encarnacion. As this one's chopped down the first baseline. 1-1 and the count. San Diego has gone final as well, 9-6 over the Rockies. White Sox are actually going to Colorado in about a week or so. That one's taken on the outside corner, one and two. Next pitch is chopped down the first baseline foul as Daryl Boston skips out of the way. Gibson into the line, chopped foul again. Changeup, low in the zone. Moncada hangs in, batting lefty against the righty Gibson. Now takes an inside slider for a ball, two and two. Folks, don't forget, support Cork and Carry, one of your many local businesses, feeling the strain right now. Outside pitch taken for a ball, the count goes full. Get some great ballpark food. Some amazing wraps and salads, award-winning burgers and more. Use Grubhub or check out the entire menu at corkandcarryatthepark.com. Outside slider misses, moncada gets the walk. He trots down to first base, so the White Sox have a runner on with one out, and Jose Abreu coming up here in the bottom of the first inning. First offering low below the knees, 1-0 the count. Gibson looks in and delivers, low inside slider 2-0. Moncada, with a normal lead over at first base, he's 0 for 1 in stolen base attempts this year, looped to first on the one hop, 3 to 6 and over to 1 where Gibson is standing on first base by the time it comes back. They double him off and after 1, no score here in Chicago. Ronald Guzman comes up, hitting 216. He's got a 638 OPS. He's the five hitter in the lineup today for the Rangers. The left-handed batter against the lefty Gio Gonzalez. Gonzalez into the wind. The first pitch of the second inning is a strike and a two-seam fastball at the letters. Guzman has scored four runs in his last three games, so he has found a way to be productive during a rough stretch for him. Swings and misses at a changeup. Low 0-2. Quickly, Gio. Has an 0-2 count, and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a change-up outside, and he sets down another one. Four strikeouts so far for Gonzalez through one and a third. All four outs have been by the K. Here's an old friend, Todd Frazier, the Todd Father. wearing number 21, steps in, hitting 120, visiting his old stomping grounds here on the south side of Chicago. Picked up by the Rangers as Gio delivers a ball outside and then a change-up taken for a strike. A long time ago in 2007, he was a first round draft pick. He has had quite the career. Swings and misses at a low changeup, one and two the count now. Gonzalez into the wind, the quick pitch, and he almost gets him. Fouls off a foreseen fastball with the end of the bat. One and two the count remains. The pitch chopped back off the umpire's mask. One and two. Gonzalez gets in the swing in an outside changeup, tailing out of the zone. Five outs, all of them strikeouts for Gio, as he is all over Texas hitters right now. Two outs, top of the second, Robinson, Chirinos, comes up and whacks one in the deep left field. Over the head of Jimenez and off the wall, Jimenez though got that in quickly to Anderson and Chirinos is not a very fast runner, he retreats back to first base. That was a line shot, it hit the dirt actually right in front of the wall in left field in front of the bullpen as Jimenez leapt for it to try to take it out of the air, but was able to corral it immediately when it came down. Bounced right back into his glove. So now Rugnid Odor steps in and takes one inside for a ball, 1-0. The number eight hitter in the lineup. Rugi, as his teammates call him, is now 1-1 with an outside fastball right in the corner taken. Two outs here, top of the second, runner on first. The pitch on the way. Chopped back to the backstop, one and two. And again, Gonzalez working ahead of a hitter. The pitch, also fouled back. Count remains one and two. Gio has struck out five so far in this game, and this is his 37th pitch, which is his sixth strikeout, swung on and missed on the outside corner, and low. Gio's got six strikeouts through two, no score. We go to the bottom of the second inning, and Yasmani Grandal, Who's got to toss it around six times after six strikeouts In the first two innings by his starting pitcher Comes in batting lefties, a switch hitter But against the righty Gibson he will bat lefties Hitting 200 even And takes an outside slider for a ball 1-0 They're putting a shift on him right now Frazier is playing short And then you have three players from second base to first With the second baseman Odor Standing in shallow right field Low sinker taken for a ball 2-0 I've noticed this with all the new White Sox acquisitions They all bring about shifts Mazzaro brings about a shift And Carnesian brings about a shift And Yasmani Grandal brings about a shift As this one catches the outside corner 2-1 now Inside pitch Fouled off down the third base line 2-2 two two now the count Gibson in the wind. This one's chopped foul Back to the backstop The pitch on the way. Inside, almost hit him. Had to turn his whole body to dive out of the way there. The count goes full as Grandal gets back into the box. On a chilly night, here on the south side of Chicago. The pitch. Outside, ball four. So Grandal will go down. That's the second free pass from Gibson, who has yet to give up a hit. Meanwhile, his counterpart, Gonzalez, has struck out six but given up two hits. Both pitchers, though, keeping down the offense's at this point, Aloy Jimenez comes in hitting 254. He was up to 279 at one point during that Royal Series. It dipped back down again, but it's still a lot better than the first few weeks of the season. Jimenez yanks this one deep into left center field, carrying back towards the wall. It'll be caught against the wall, and Grandal will retreat back to first base. He gave that one a ride all the way to the wall in left center but it was for not. The wind is blowing straight out at nine miles per hour. Get it up there and see what happens, as Edwin Encarnacion has been a roller coaster when it comes to batting averages. The first week of the season he was around 200, oh, then he got himself up to about 320, now he's back down to 233, a series of ups and downs. He leads this team in strikeouts by not just one or two strikeouts, but by seven at this point. Seven more than the second most strikeouts on the White Sox. All two. He's 2-0 right now on two low pitches that miss. He had a day off yesterday to clear his head. He's at first base today, while Abreu DHs. Swung on and missed on a slider, tailing away 2-1 the count. As we all anxiously await the first at bat for Nick Mandrigal coming up soon. In his Major League debut, 3-1 the count with Nomar Mazzara on deck. One out in the bottom of the second, with Grandal on first. Gibson stares in for a long time. He takes his time on the mound. The pitch on the way. Inside four-seam fastball. He walked him. Third free pass for Gibson in the game as Mazzara steps in, hitting 218 and still feeling the sting of being one of the reasons the White Sox let one go yesterday in Kansas City. First pitch, grounded up the middle, flipped from short to second and over to first. And Nomar, I like to swing at the first pitch every time Mazzara hits into the 6-4-3 to to double play. After two, no score here in Chicago. Hunter Cole steps in, hitting 267. He's the nine-hitter on this team. As there's no score here in the top of the third inning. And Gio Gonzalez goes to work, inducing a foul ball immediately. 0-1 the count. Gonzalez enters the third with 37 pitches. This one's outside for a ball, 1-1. One Gio has been one of the better pitchers in the rotation. If you had to pick the two best to this point, you would go with the two newest pitchers to the staff. Gonzalez and Keiko, as this one is taken for a strike, the count evens at two. Two 2-2 count to the nine-hitter Cole, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Seven strikeouts through two and a third innings. starting to get comical now. Wow. And I say that the two new additions in Gonzalez and Keuchel are the two best out there right now because Lucas Giolito has been more bad than good early on. Dylan Cease had a masterful game almost a week ago here against the Twins, but otherwise has struggled, including yesterday. The count is even at 1-1 one one quickly for Danny Santana as the lineup flips, and the leadoff hitter 0-1 is back up again. And although Reynaldo Lopez was red hot at the beginning, he came back down to earth big time in his last outing. Swung on and missed, one and two now. So Gio and Dallas have been steady for the White Sox. This one's flied out to dead center field. Angle camps underneath it, and that's one out. Luis Roberts getting a break. He's been struggling a little bit at the plate. You, gotta, you can't overdo these rookies, especially when they're getting used to things. Ricky Renteri even saying that Nick Mandrigal is not going to be every day at second base, but he'll play the majority of games at second base. Probably get one to two days off a week as they get this kid acclimated. And in reality, bringing him up now is not only because it's time, but because this team needed another infielder. Ground ball up the middle, and there's a runner on. So Gonzalez has given up a hit in each one of the first three innings and has struck out everybody else to this point as Nick Solak is on with a seeing-eye single that skips over the mound over second base and rolls in to center field. Elvis Andrews comes in, 0-for-1, and pitch number 50 on the game from Gonzalez is a high four-seamer for a strike. I would tell you what Andrews did, but basically, if you're 0-for-1 in this game, it was a strikeout so far. Seven, under Gonzalez's belt, now Andrus goes 2 and 1. The lefty looks at the runner on first and delivers. Chop back foul, 2 and 2. The pitch. This one's chopped down the third base line, foul. 2 and 2. Outside pitch taken, 3 and 2 the count. Joey Gallo waits on deck with two outs here on the top of the third inning and a runner on first. The pitch to Andrus. This one is chopped the first Encarnacion will bobble but keep it in front of him pick it up and step on the bag, and the inning is over. Midway through to third, no score in Chicago, with the White Sox still looking for their first hit. Adam Ingo comes up, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Family Waterproofing Solutions. I'm not going to tell you anything you haven't already heard on this broadcast, but I just want to make sure you remember that everything they sell at Family Waterproofing Solutions Part of it goes towards first responders This one is grounded up the middle Andrews dives and knocks it down But he will be unable to get Angle running down the first Base line he is safe at first No throw over it's going to be scored A base hit and Adam Angle Is on one pitch And he's got a leadoff hit and Nick Madrigal comes up the number nine Hitter today and his first pitch in the Majors is a strike taken On a four seam fastball Up in the zone Madrigal Does not strike out a lot, at least he didn't in the minor leagues. The majors are a whole other animal, and that big man Kyle Gibson's up there, and he delivers. Outside pitch taken, 1-1 and the count. He was a first-round pick in 2018, and he's up here now in 2020 on April the 16th, and he takes an outside pitch, 2-1 and the count. Anderson waits on deck, no outs here in the bottom of the third. As we watch the debut of Nick Madrigal, the pitch low sinker caught the zone at the knees two and two the count he has yet to lift the bat off of his shoulders he's known to be an aggressive hitter swings and misses on a sinker tailing inside so his first at bat if you head it in the pool that nick i don't strike out a lot Mandrigo is going to strike out on his first at bat you win one out now here in the bottom of the third as ta comes up 0 for 1 with the ground out in the first inning so remember family waterproofing solutions Donates a portion of every job to first responders and veterans organizations, which is more important now than ever. This one's rocking into left center field gap and it's gonna get down. It's gonna roll back to the wall. Ingles on his horse. He's gonna round third as it's picked up. He's gonna come all the way around from first and score on the Tim Anderson double into the left center field gap. And the White Sox lead this game one to nothing. Both outfielders took forever to get to that ball as it rolled. It did not land deep, it just rolled to the wall. And there's too much speed there. Adam Engel scores. As Moncada comes in and takes an outside sinker for a ball, 1-0 the count with one out, in the bottom of the third and the Sox are the first to strike, leading one to nothing. Gibson to the left-handed hitting Moncada, inside four-seam fastball, 2-0. Go online, details coming up here, after this half inning. See everything that Family Waterproofing Solutions can do and know that they can do the estimate with video conferencing right over the phone, and they have special measures they're taking to keep you and them and everybody involved safe during these trying times. Get that work done while you can, and when you have the time to look at it, you now have the time to get it done. And they just announced a new financing plan that they have to help out people during this difficult time as well. So go check it all out at Family Waterproofing Solutions. Details coming up here at the end of this half inning. 3-0 count to Moncada, the pitch on the way. And that's a get-me-over sinker. Not really a fastball. He takes it for a strike. 3-1. and Anderson leads off of second base with one out here in the bottom of the third. And the pitch. This one's chopped foul. Almost took Daryl Boston's head off. The count goes full after being 3-0. and Gibson looks back at Anderson and delivers. This one's also fouled off down the line. Mancada, hitting 3-13. Walked in the first inning. And fouls this one off down the third base line. Swung on and sent out into shallow left field. It'll be a nice play made by a charging outfielder for the second out of the inning. So there's two outs in the bottom of the third, and Abreu comes up, hitting 279 on the season. Grounded out in the first inning, he's got Anderson in scoring position on second. Gibson with his 47th pitch of the game. Inside fastball taken for a strike. Abreu sitting on 184 career home runs over six seasons. Let's see 185 right now. This one's fouled off, 0-2 the count. Wind continues the gust on a cold, blustery day that has now turned into evening. 0-2 the count remains after a few foul balls as Anderson leads. Inside sinker taken for a ball, 1-2. Gibson's up to 50 pitches now here with two outs in the bottom of the third. He delivers. Swung on and chopped to second base. Very easy play by O'Dor as he throws out Abreu and ends the inning. But not before the White Sox get their first run of the game and lead the Rangers after three, one to nothing. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now, after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus, part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466 or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Joey Gallo comes up 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Gio Gonzalez has been striking out a lot of guys today. As he throws a 12-6 curve for a ball below the knees, 1-0 the count. The next pitch on the way, inside taken for a ball, 2-0. Gallo has dangerous power. There's no other way to describe it. The man can hit bombs, but average-wise is not the kind of guy that's going to get on base a lot. As Gio continues to work him inside, but misses again, 3-0. So a hitter's count to a dangerous hitter. Here in the top of the fourth inning to lead things off as the Sox lead 1-0. It's a get-me-over fastball that gets over. 3-1 the count. You're Gallo, you have a bad batting average? Can you hit for power? I don't know why you don't have a green light there. He now chops off the same pitch, and the count goes full. Gonzalez on 61 pitches here in the top of the fourth. Delivers number 62, and that one is ripped down the first baseline, hooking foul. A few sections before it would have been fair for a home run the next pitch on the way high he was trying to throw around him there and hoped he would swing at it but he wasn't giving him anything to hit after that last one Gallo is gonna walk down the first base the first free pass by Gio, who has a whip that has been very very respectable does not give up a lot of walks and hits per innings pitched but he's got to run around here to lead off this inning and the first pitch to Ronald Guzman is a swinging strike inside on the hands the count. The next pitch just misses on a curveball outside, 1-1. They're playing something on the scoreboard. Fans got really loud for some strange reason. They better not be trying to do the wave. I'm not putting up with that here. I'll shut this simulation down right now, young fella. Next pitch, outside corner, misses, 2-1. Gonzalez looks at the runner, Gallo, and delivers. Checked it up, but it didn't matter. That's a strike just above the knees. Two and two now to Guzman. No outs, top of the fourth. The pitch. That one's chopped back into the nether regions of Yasmani Grandal. That's why you wear a cup. Remember that, boys. The pitch. That one's outside, changeup, three and two. The count goes full. So Frazier's on deck. The first two batters of this inning have gone full against Gonzalez. The first one walked. What will happen here to the lefty Guzman? The pitch on the way chopped back to the backstop Gio with the pitch also fouled away Gonzalez using a lot of pitches eight pitches in this at bat alone he delivers another one fouled off this will be his tenth pitch to Guzman as he sets and delivers swung out and missed four-seam fastball right down the middle You nibble, you nibble, you nibble. The guy never thought you were going to throw one right down the middle as fast as you could, and it works out as Todd Frazier comes in, 0 for 1 with a strikeout, and a runner on first with one out in the top of the fourth inning. The pitch from Gonzalez, check swing strike on a 12-6 curveball on the outside portion of the plate. 0 and 1 the count. He delivers. Swung on and missed on a changeup tailing away. 0 and 2, the pitch. This one's chopped back foul. The next pitch is outside, a changeup misses, one and two the count to Todd Frazier, with a runner on first in Gallo, who is not a threat to steal. This one's low, Frazier does not chase, two and two the count. Gonzalez has struck out a lot of players today, and he strikes out another one, wow! Gio Gonzalez with his ninth strikeout of Frazier, inside on the hands, and he swings right underneath it. Nine strikeouts today for Gio Gonzalez. But it has taken a lot of pitches to get all those strikeouts. Guys are going deep into counts with him. With two outs here on the top of the fourth, this is his 80th pitch of the game. And it's a high four-seam fastball taken for a strike. Robinson Chirinos is one for one with a single in the second. He was stranded. He's hitting 175 so far on the year. Gallo leads off of first. The pitch on the way. Low outside changeup, one and one. Gonzalez... Has been masterful in getting the strikeout. Heck, the defenders are bored. But he is wearing that arm out as this one just misses inside, two and one. The pitch, inside taken, three and one now, the count to Chirinos with Ruggie Odor waiting on deck. Next one is cracked in the left field going back deep. It may carry over. Jimenez looks up, and that is gone. A two-run home run, 394 feet into left field that got out of here at 103 miles per hour. And the Rangers now lead 2-1. to one. Nine strikeouts by Gio Gonzalez, coming up to 90 pitches in the game very soon. The Rangers have weeded him out, and with one big swing of the bat, have changed what's going on in this ballgame considerably. As Odor steps in, 0-for-1. Inside fastball, taken for a strike, 0-1. 29 pitches so far in this inning for Gonzalez. It was pitch number 28 that did him in. And now that White Sox offense has to do more than just get one run. The pitch. Outside lined into the dugout, down the third base line, 0-2. Now a low curveball misses for a ball, 1-2. Two outs, top of the fourth. 1-2 to the 8-hitter, Odor will lift one out deep in the left field that's going to carry back to the wall and it will hit the wall and bounce over it. It actually hit at the base of the wall, hit the dirt and bounced over it. I don't want to give the impression that it hit the top and went over. That is not a home run, that's a ground roll double. It was weird, it kind of hit the wall, hit the dirt, popped straight up in the air and then somehow ended up on the other side of the fence. So that's a ground roll double and Hunter Cole comes out. Don Cooper talks very quickly with Gonzalez. He's back in in the very first pitch down the first baseline, deep. Near the pole, hooking foul. Gio Gonzalez was red hot, but this will be his 90th pitch, and he isn't even out of the fourth inning. Looks like a bullpen day here for the White Sox, unless he can get it together, which is a shame based upon how he pitched earlier. As the next one is sent back to the backstop, 0-2 the count. Let's see if he can power through Cole here. Checks the runner at second and delivers. Ah, I thought that was strike three in the outside corner. Cole gets a break. One and two. I think Gio's like, that's been a strike all day. I punched out three guys on that pitching alone. What's going on here, Ump? Next pitch inside. That one. He doesn't get two and two down the count. Few smattering of booze. Although I do think that was a ball. The two two pitch now on the way in the top of the fourth. Misses three and two. Gonzalez struggling with Santana on deck. The pitch to Cole. Swung on and chopped foul. Three two count. Gio, looks in, and delivers. This one's fouled down the third base line. The amount of pitches he has had to make at this point in the game is mind-boggling. The line is gonna look so strange with the amount of strikeouts, and then the fact that he's probably gonna pitch four innings in this game. Gonzalez having a tough fourth inning, he delivers. This one is sent out, in the left field is gonna be a base hit, the runner's gonna come around and score easily. As Jimenez gets it in, it is now 3-2. The tag at second base. They are going to get the hitter trying to stretch a single into a double. The run is still going to count, though. So they get lucky on a base running mistake that gets them out of the inning, but not before the Rangers put three on the board. And they lead midway through the fourth three to 3-1. White Sox have to be thankful that Cole decided to go for the double. Jimenez realized very quickly that there was no way he was gonna get the runner based upon where he had to get that ball in the corner in left field. And he makes a great throw into Madrigal who will tag out Cole to end the inning. Otherwise it would have continued. And who knows where it would have gone after that. Gio Gonzalez almost near 100 pitches. Sitting on 97 I believe right now. Carson Fulmer and Kelvin Herrera warm up in the bullpen. And Yasmani Grandal who walked in the second comes up with the White Sox now trailing 3-1 in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the bats need to warm up because they are trailing now. Gibson delivers. This one's ripped deep down the first baseline. Hooking foul right before the pole. As Grandal tries to get a run right away. The next pitch. low taken for a ball 1-1. One a one. lot of game left here. But I get it if somebody's frustrated. The White Sox have lost three of their last four games. After taking the first two against Minnesota over the weekend, they lost on Sunday, they lost on Monday where they were completely flat, scoring only one run for the first time all season. They come back and play a good game on Tuesday and then completely throw away yesterday's game. And I know if you're a fan and you're listening, you're getting frustrated. Trust me, I'm getting frustrated. But if you look at the overall record and what they're doing, it makes a lot of sense for early in the year for this White Sox team, and they are above 500. Brown ball to first base. is going to be fielded cleanly. Steps on the bag. Unassisted put out by the first baseman. There's one out now, in the bottom of the fourth as Aloy Jimenez. Steps up to the plate. He gave it a ride last time. Caught at the track against the wall in left center field. They put a shift on for him. Guzman, the first baseman, is playing second. And then everybody else is lined up between second and third. The pitch. Low, outside slider, 2-0. and Sox can't get anxious. There's a lot of game left to be played. And the bullpen's been pretty solid. If Gonzalez can only go four today, that's disappointing. Is that swung on and missed on a sinker inside. 2-1 the count. But all is not lost. Next pitch is low, 3-1. Encarnacion's on deck. Hitting 233, Lots of hoodies, lots of jackets out there tonight as it is. chilly on the south side. Inside slider taken for a ball. Jimenez goes down to first base. Gibson has walked a lot of batters in this game, but it hasn't hurt him. Meanwhile, on the other side of the coin, Gio Gonzalez was doing great keeping guys off base and striking out nine guys. And yet somehow ends up giving up three in the fourth in his team trails. As Encarnacion steps in in the first pitch is outside taken for a ball. 1-0 the count. Encarnacion is 12 for 36 lifetime against Gibson. With three home runs. This one swung on and missed on a low slider. One and one the count. It's a home run every 12 at bats. Please tell me he's due. Swung on and missed on a slider outside. One and two the count. Jimenez leads off a first, one out in the bottom of the fourth. The pitch. This one is sent deep into left field, but it's not going to get out. Near the track it will be caught, Jimenez retreats back to first base. And there's two outs now in the bottom of the fourth for Nomar Mazara, who has swung it the first pitch more times than I've ever seen a player swing at the first pitch. Very little plate discipline, and very rarely when he swings at the first pitch does anything good happen. So this one is fouled off down the third base line. He's two for nine lifetime against Gibson. And remember came from this Rangers team so he's familiar with these guys and I'm sure he wants to show them that they shouldn't have traded him away this one's low a changeup, one-on-one the count 66 pitches for Gibson right now with two outs in the bottom of the fourth big difference between what he's doing and what Gio Gonzalez is doing again though you look at the stat line through four innings and you take out the score you would think Gio was killing it today two and two is that one's outside counts even Two outs, bottom of the fourth, Jimenez takes a lead off the of first base. The pitch to Mazzara. This one's chopped a short, easy play. They'll take the force out at second base. Six to four on the put out. And the inning is over. After four, the White Sox trail three to one. On the south side on a cold and windy night. The White Sox are going to have Kelvin Herrera start the fifth inning. He has six appearances. He's 0-1 with seven and a thirds thrown, a 2.45 earned run average, four strikeouts to four walks so the righty's going to come in for the lefty Gonzalez here who only goes four and gives up three and threw nearly 100 pitches, so that is not a good outing for Gio Gonzalez, he's got nine strikeouts in the game but cannot get through six innings can't even get through five, he only pitches four even, and Santana leads off the inning and is 2-0 quickly against Herrera the pitch on the way inside fastball swung on and missed 2-1 next offering ripped down the first base line tailing foul before the pole Rangers showing an awful lot of thump in their bats here on a cold night much more than the White Sox a lot of their foul balls are very close to becoming home runs the count is even at 2-2 the pitch this one's also lifted deep down the first base line Hooking foul. Herrero's not fooling him. He's way out in front of it. Two in front of it. Santana waits, and this one is a high four-seat fastball. Taken three and two. The count goes full. The pitch. Outside taken for a ball. And Herrero will walk Danny Santana. Nick Solak comes in. He's hitting DH tonight. He's in the two spot, and he's two for two in this game. Came into the game hitting 188. And the youngster... Batting righty against the righty Herrera. Swings at this first pitch and rockets it down the third baseline foul. Next one is also foul down the third baseline slow roller. This one's low and outside. Two-seam fastball, one and two. Herrera checks the runner at first and delivers. In the dirt, almost got by Grandal, who keeps it in between his legs. Runner holds, two and two, top of the fifth. Next pitch high and outside on a slider, three and two to count. Andrus sits on deck. White Sox looked really solid on the mound today, but now that fourth inning by Gonzalez and Herrera out here in the fifth has looked shaky. Gets the strikeout looking, Solak thought he was walking down to first. A low inside off-speed pitch that catches the corner of the plate, and that's one gone. Andrews comes up now, 0 for 2. Herrera delivers. Outside corner misses, 1-0. Strikeout and 0. Strike out the ground out for Elvis Andrews. The pitch. This one's sent out into shallow right field. Mazzara's going to come in and get it. Runner holds two outs. Joey Gallo's up. He's got a walk and a run scored. Scored on a two-out home run. When Gio Gonzalez was hoping to finish off the inning, and escape, he was unable to Houdini it, which he has done earlier in the season. Being one of the more consistent pitchers the White Sox have had, this has not helped the problems they're having with their starting rotation. We've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. There's a reason this team has been 500 after the first week of the season six and six over their last 12, losing three of their last now, fours. Four this is swung and on and missed one and two, and it's because of the starting pitching, it has been subpar. And they're not going deep into games. And it's now starting to tax the bullpen. Inside fastball taken for strike three. That will end the inning. Midway through to fifth, Rangers lead 3-1 to one over the Sox. Adam Engel comes in. Here in the bottom of the fifth inning, he'll lead it off. Batting in the eighth spot, he's 1-for-1. One one, playing for Luis Robert in center field today. Gibson throws a slider down the middle, it's foul back. Engel scored nine times in the last nine games. A low slider though, taken for a strike, 0-2 the count, Jesse Chavez, the righty, and Brett Martin, the lefty, warming up in the Rangers' bullpen right now. Although Gibson seems to have a lot more pitches to give, sitting on pitch number 71 here, as he winds and delivers. Swung on and missed on a low slider, three pitches, one out. As Engel goes down swinging for only the second strikeout of the game for Kyle Gibson the big righty from Texas. And Nick Madrigal, who was his first strikeout of the game, comes up for his second major league at bat. He is a tiny man. It's like Frodo Baggins is hitting for the White Sox right now. This one is ripped into right center field and that's his first base hit and it's gonna get to the wall. is gonna get a double for his first base hit. He gets in the second base standing, now he's gonna try for third. He's going into third base to throw and he's safe. Madrigal hits a triple for his first major league hit. He gets it into the gap in right center field and he was fast. Get that ball. They're going to get that and keep it inside the dugout as Nick Madrigal gets a triple on his first base hit and his second at bat ever. Encarnacion has the ball for him. He'll hold on to that. When he got the second, the ball was being picked up and I thought he was just going to pull up as he was coming into second base. But he had his head down and he was hitting a triple. That's some aggressive play by Frodo, and I'm going to call him Frodo every time if he gets hits like that. So now with one out, Timmy Anderson comes up, and his job is to get this run in and cut this lead in half that the Rangers have. You really want to see this run get in. Let's plate Mandrigal for his first run as a major leaguer, and the guy up there is the right guy up in the moment. One for two. One of the best hitters in the majors in the first one. He just puts it right up the middle. Ground ball in the center field for a base hit. Mandrigal will score, and the lead is cut in half. The White Sox now only trailing 3-2 to two with T.A. on first base. And Moncada coming to the plate. Anderson with a leadoff at first base. Currently sitting on eight stolen bases on the year. First pitch, an outside sinker taken for a strike. Owen won the count. Moncada walked in the first was out in his second plate appearance, he's 0 for 1. Gibson looks in, checks the runner, Anderson. The pitch, Anderson's going. Low pitch taken for a ball, dropped by the catcher, Chirinos, there's no throw. Anderson steals his ninth. and is now tied with Luis Robert atop the Majors in stolen bases here on April 16th. The next pitch, a sinker fouled off down the third base line, one and two, to Moncada, with a runner now in scoring position, the pitch. Inside and hit him on the hip. Moncada will advance to first on a hit-by-pitch. So first and second now for Abreu, the designated hitter today, who will come up with one out in the bottom of the fifth inning. He's got two ground outs so far. He's over 2 on the day. Moncada leads at first. Anderson at second. Gibson looks at the runners. They're both moving. Hit and runs on. Chopped ball. They're not going to be able to get the runner at second. They're going back over to first. They will get a Brayu, but the hit and run was on. A quick ground ball to second base. Odor flips it quickly to Andrews, but Mancada's on the bag and ruled safe. They're going to get a Brayu at first by a hair. So the runners in motion prevent the double play. And with second and third and two outs here in Obama to fifth, Yasmani Grandal comes up as the White Sox threaten here in Obama to fifth the pitch from Gibson. Inside slider taken for a ball one and zero the count. The Sox working it up on the base paths right now, doing everything they can. A low sinker taken for a strike one and one the count. Grandal's zero for one, and he's got a walk. Moncada's on second, Anderson on third, two out. Outside pitch two and one. Fans up. Sox have already scored one here in the fifth inning, looking to tie or take the lead back from the Texas Rangers. On a chilly night on the south side of Chicago, the pitch. Outside taken, three and one. With Aloy Jimenez on deck with his six home runs so far on the season. The pitch chopped down the first baseline, just foul. couple more feet, and that's a double and 2 runs score. Will reset the pitch. This one is chopped up the middle. It's going to be a difficult play. Gibson has to come off the mound and makes a very difficult throw to get Grondahl. Barely at first base. Falling off to the foul line down third base. Gibson makes the throw and gets him. After five, Sox trail by one, three to two. You're listening to a White Sox simulated season. From Sox in the basement, we use MLB The Show. And I'm going to tell you, if you own MLB The Show, I'm sure Heidi Watney is beautiful in person, but she should sue the makers of this game because that is frightening every time she pops up. Like the close-up. I mean all these guys, they look they look like normal guys, right? And I don't know who is drawing the features, but they don't know how to draw a woman. It's frightening. I know you've seen it and I know you agree with me. Poor Heidi. Exciting inning last inning out there as Ronald Guzman, the first baseman, steps up batting fifth, the lefty Will take a high fastball for a strike from Herrera, who remains in the game. Carson Fomer and Jace Fry are warming in the bullpen here in the top of the sixth. This is an outside changeup, one and one the count. Herrera delivers. Swung on and missed. One and two now the count. The next delivery swung on and missed. Inside high cut fastball. He confused him. Throws the bat in disgust. And Herrera gets a strikeout to lead off this inning. So while the Sox have the bullpen working just in case, Kelvin Herrera will now get a righty up there, and Todd Frazier is 0 for 2 with one out in the top of the six, and the pitch on the way. Low inside on the zone, taken for a strike at the knees. Frazier has struck out twice so far. He's hitting 111 on the season, 3 for 27. So a slow, slow start for the Todd father. The pitch outside, he lays off of a slider. One and one the count The former White Sox third baseman Chops this next one to Encarnacion It goes off his glove and into right field is going to cut it off before it gets to the track And get it into second base That's a single It was a tough play by Encarnacion So they're going to rule it a single He's playing a shift So he's basically at second base And he's got to come way over to make that play And I don't even know if it touched his glove Or just skipped near the glove So a base hit for Frazier With one out in the top of the sixth. And here comes the guy who hit the two run home run for the Rangers and ruined Gio Gonzalez's day in the fourth inning. Robinson Chirinos steps to the plate, two for two. One of those hits a home run. He has four home runs on the season and has been seeing the ball well today. Inside pitch taken for a ball, one to know the count. Herrera delivers. Strike on the inside corner up at the letters. One and one. Carson Fomer has taken a seat out there. Fry continues the warm. Evan Marshall is now getting warm as well. Inside slider looked like it was in the same spot. But this one's called a ball. Two and one the count. One out, tap at a sixth. Sox trail by one, three to two with a runner on first base for the Rangers. Swung on and missed on a changeup. Herrera looks in, Grandal sets. This one's just outside on a four-seam fastball, three and two the count, and the Rangers have worked the count to three and two more than any team I've seen since the White Sox were in Boston for those long marathon games where they foul off a lot of pitches and they work the count deep. The three-two pitch swung on and missed on a two-seam fastball and put it right in the same spot as the changeup was a few pitches earlier, and blows it by him. And Runed Odor steps up one for two with a double and a run scored. He was the third run that scored in that fourth inning and is the reason why the Rangers are up by one still as a high four-seam fastball is taken for a strike. He has five doubles so far in the season leading his team. Herrera delivers. Chop foul, 0-2 the count quickly. Two outs, top of the sixth. The White Sox had a good chance to tie or take the lead last inning. They were only able to get one run in and still trail as the Rangers were able to survive the middle of their lineup. Two and two now, the count after a couple pitches missed close. Herrera delivers. High two seam fastball taken for a ball, three and two. So the count is full yet again. This one's flared out in the left field. Trailing back is Jimenez. He puts his glove up and will make the catch. So the Sox get two strong innings out of Kelvin Herrera, who keeps the Rangers at three runs. And midway through the sixth, 3-2 Texas. Jesse Chavez comes in for the Rangers now. He will be the relief pitcher. A righty with 12 innings under his belt and a 0.75 earned run average. 11 strikeouts to one walk, and nobody has scored on him. And Aloy Jimenez... 0-for-1 in this game with a walk in the fourth will lead off the inning, hitting fifth today. First pitch cracked deep down the third baseline, tailing towards the foul pole. It might get out. It is caught at the wall. That ball hung up there forever. A brutally high ball, and the wind just wouldn't take it out. Jimenez hit two to the wall, but nothing getting out for him today on a long fly out, and there's one out now on the bottom of the sixth. It hung up there forever As Nick Goody and Brett Martin warm up for the Rangers A righty and a lefty respectively And Encarnacion takes a ball inside 1-0 The next pitch on the way Swung on and missed on a slider 1-1 the count The pitch This one's chopped foul 1-2 Jimenez has tried To hit a bomb tonight And has come up just short twice Inside pitch taken for a ball 2-2 And honestly that last one I mean it was a towering shot and the left fielder standing back there with his back against the wall while it's still halfway to him and you're thinking that's gonna get over that's gonna get over and it just did not jam shot fouled on the first baseline two and two the count remains as Jesse Chavez deals a line shot to Chavez he catches it right out of the air and Carnacion can't catch a break is he hits it right into his glove after the delivery. Two outs, bottom of the sixth. Mazzara steps in. An outside fastball taken for a ball, 1-0. and At least he didn't swing at the first pitch, huh? The next offering, swung on and chopped the second base. Four to three, the quick put out, and the White Sox go down quickly here in the bottom of the sixth. Two thirds of the way through this game, Three to two, Rangers over the White Sox. Evan Marshall will kick off this inning. Six games so far under his belt. Eight and two thirds inning. A three point one two earned run average. Four strikeouts to two walks. Right-handed batters are hitting under two hundred against him, and lefties are not doing anything that special. He gets a righty, Hunter Cole. Right now is one for two, and he throws an inside changeup taken for a ball. One to know the count. The pitch, inside fastball taken for a strike. One and one. Marshall. Check swing, but it doesn't matter. That's a strike changeup on the outside portion of the plate, one and two. Cole drove in the third run of this game for the Rangers. The bottom portion of their order has been what has done it for Texas today. Low changeup taken for a ball two and two. That and the fact that they wear out the pitchers. This one's a line shot in the left field. Jimenez moves over quickly and gets. That one in the gap as he slowed down on his run. It's going to be a fly out to the left fielder, Jimenez. And there's one out here in the top of the 7th inning. Danny Santana's 0 for 2 and he steps in. High fastball taken for a ball, 1-0. The next pitch, low sinker, 2-0. Next one's an inside pitch, way off the plate. 3-0 the count quickly. So a hitter's count to Santana as Nick Solak warms up. On the on-deck circle Check swing Taken for a strike On a change-up Inside portion of the play Three and one With one out here On the top of the seventh Next pitch Just misses on the outside And he will walk A batter So one out for Marshall And then he issues The free pass And Solak will come up Two for three today So far his best outing Of the season Because he was off to a slow start till he met the White Sox And put together Two singles today with a runner on first, he takes a four-seam fastball outside corner of the plate. 0-1 the count. Santana's the leadoff hitter, but he does not have great speed. He's really just average. He's up there for his on-base percentage. Inside four-seamer, 1-1 the count. The next pitch. Outside corner, catches it. 1-2 now with that fastball taken for a strike. Evan Marshall licks the fingers, adjusts the hat. Looks in and he gets him swinging on an outside sinker falling away from the plate. Swing and a miss and Marshall has two outs now in this inning. So with a runner on first and two outs in the top of the seventh, Elvis Andrus 0-3 so far today comes up to the plate and sends one out to shallow left field on the first pitch. Jimenez camps underneath it and the inning is over. We're gonna get up, we're gonna sing the seventh-inning stretch, and maybe, just maybe, it'll be the spark this team needs going into the bottom of the seventh, trailing by one, three to two. Interesting fact today, Adam Engel has been up now three times, and all three times it was to lead off the inning. He's one for two. Other interesting fact is that means Nomar Mazzara has been the final out of an inning three times. Engel takes a pitch low for a ball, 1 0, and now he sends this one in for a base hit in the left field. So, angles on right away here in the bottom of the seventh inning with a single in the left. Points into the dugout and says, Let's go. And the White Sox have a runner on board right away. Jesse Chavez remains on the mound for the Rangers. The righty looks in at Nick Mandragos, one for two with a triple today in his first game. He takes an inside slider for ball one. Mads. Up from the minors, his debut game. Wouldn't it be nice to see him put one out there and get another base hit and contribute some more? Have a day, young fella. This one's below the knees. Two and zero the count. The fans are up and excited. Angle leads. Quick look at him. The pitch on the way. He's going outside. Pitch taken for a ball. Adam Engel is safe at second base on a bang bang play. And Engel steals second for his first stolen bag of the season And that was close Ball beat him there But the glove does not get down in time And there was a hesitation by the umpire And then he was like, yeah, you're safe Meanwhile, Mandrigal's got a hitter's count At 3-0 With nobody out in the bottom of the seventh Outside pitch, he will walk So Mandrigal Gets the walk He's got a strikeout, a triple, and a walk There's two on now It'll be interesting to see if Chavez stays in the game. There is some speed on the base paths. And Tim Anderson comes up. Two for three. He's already driven in a run in this game. The Rangers taking their time. I don't know if they're going to go with a relief pitcher or not. They will not. So with no outs here in the bottom of the seventh inning, Engel leads off of second, Madrigal off of first. And this is the moment as TA steps in. And the pitch is on the way. High taken for a ball. 1 0 the count. Sox threatened last inning, could only get one. They're threatening again right away now in the bottom of the seventh. This one's chopped down the first baseline, just foul. T.A. almost had a double. Angle with the lead. They keep looking back at him, the pitch on the way. This one's fouled off, that was out of the zone, he chased it. 1-2 and the count. Anderson in a hole, with no outs here in the bottom of the seventh. He's going to chop this one down the third baseline, it's going to get under Frazier's glove! Angle's gonna come around and score. Mandelgo will hold at second base as the throw comes in. And the White Sox have tied this game three all. Just gets underneath Frazier's glove down the line. You couldn't have painted it more perfectly down the third base line. As it just stayed in that little lane between the grass and the white line all the way down and out into left field. And Todd Frazier could not get it. Brett Martin's gonna come in now for his ninth appearance, he's 0-2. With 9 innings pitched for the Rangers and a 5 earned run average. 5.00, 9 strikeouts to 3 walks. There are still no outs here in the bottom of the 7th in a tie ball game. With Madrigal on 2nd and Anderson on 1st. And Yohan Moncada to the plate batting righty against a left-handed relief pitcher. He's 0 for 1. He's also got a walk and a hit-by-pitch, so he's been on base twice. Still hitting 313. And 0 for the long ball now. They keep looking back at the runner on second. These Texas Rangers pitchers are entranced by them. This one catches the inside corner for a strike, 1-1 one and one the count. Steve Ciszek warms up in the bullpen for the eighth inning and the pitch. Outside misses on a four-seam fastball, 2-1. and one. There's been questions of whether or not Aaron Bummer's available tonight. If he does come in, he has been used a lot over the last few games. As the Sacks tried to take two out of three from the Royals and were unsuccessful, that may come into play now. Two on pitch to Mancada and this one is fouled off down the first base line. So two and two, the count is even. The pitch chopped down the first base line, foul again. mancada protecting the lefty Martin looks in. Big, tall Texas pitcher. He delivers low, taken for a ball. Three and two with a Brayu on deck. Hitting 289 with five homers and 11 RBIs. He's been stuck on 11 RBIs for a while. Been stuck on five homers now for the last three or four days. The pitch to Moncada. High taken for a ball. A close pitch and he lays off it. And the fans are on their feet with the bases loaded now in the bottom of the seventh inning. The White Sox have sent four batters up to the plate. And there are still no outs in this inning but they've only scored one run. And Jose Abreu can get them the lead If he can just get it up in the air He has grounded out Three times in this game He's 0 for 3 The last time he was up, Renteria put a hit and run on And that was the only reason the inning extended Because he hit into a tailor-made double play Now a double play would likely still give you the run Mandrigal's likely off at contact The pitch and That's a strike slider down the middle He takes it, 0 and 1 the count Abreu is only hitting 2.07 right now with runners in scoring position. So 289, but when there has been guys who are available to plate and get runs for your team, he has come up short at least within the first half month of this season. Martin checks the sign and delivers. This one's lifted out deep into center field. to at least get one run in. Camped underneath it, and the catch is made. Mandrigal will advance, and so will Anderson. Anderson's safe. Under the tag as it comes into third base After the relay man cuts it off The White Sox lead 4-3 to three On the sack fly by Abreu Nick Mandrigal scored twice in this game Nice debut for him so far And Grandal comes up now with first and third And one out in the bottom of the seventh inning The pitch This one's rifled And it's scooped out of the air On a great play by Elvis Andrus Who goes straight up And Snow Cones, a line shot that was sure to be at least a single, maybe a double as it was headed for the gap. With a lot of speed on it. So Andrus saves a run and gets an out for his team. And there's two outs in the bottom of the seventh for Aloy Jimenez, who's 0 for 2 with two fly balls all the way out to the wall. And this one's into the right field gap. One run's going to score. A second run coming around. Jimenez in the second base, and he hits a two out double into the right center field gap on the first pitch. Jimenez shortened the swing up a little bit, stopped going for the long ball. He drives in two, and the White Sox lead this game six to three. A big, big seventh inning for the Chicago White Sox. They tack on four runs, and they're not done yet with Jimenez on second, and Edwin Encarnacion Coming up to the plate, and they're going to intentionally walk Encarnacion. Thank you. It's not like he's done much up there. And they want to get to Nomar Mazzara. Well, that makes sense. Mazzara getting punked by his former team, but it's not like he's giving them a reason not to. So Jimenez on second, Encarnacion on first, and a low pitch taken for a ball, 1-0 to Mazzara, who's 0-3 for on the day today. And has had a rough last 48 hours with this team. Sends this one softly down the first baseline foul. Boston will pick it up. The first base coach. And flip that into the crowd. The 1-1 pitch on the way. This one's rifled in center field. But straight at Santana. Who will make the catch. And the inning is over. But not before the White Sox score four. On a cold and blustery night on the south side of Chicago. And go to the top of the eighth inning. Leading 6-3. to three. Steve Ciszek will come into the game. Eight games under his belt, 1-0 record. Nine innings of scoreless baseball with ten strikeouts and three walks. Opponents hitting under 130 against him. He'll get Joey Gallo here, the four-hitter. Then he'll get the five and six-hitters in this Rangers lineup. Here with a three-run lead in the top of the eighth inning. 18,333 announced for tonight's game. As Jace Fry, the lefty, warms up in the bullpen in case he's called upon. So the White Sox likely don't have Bummer available. And we'll hand it over to Colome in the ninth inning, if all holds up where it is right now. First two pitches are outside, 2-0 the count. Detroit beat the Indians 5-0 in Cleveland tonight, as this one's outside for a ball 3-0 to count now. Ciszek tends to have a rough time with the first guy up. Sometimes though, fights back in the count and still gets him. He's 3-1 here on a get-me-over fastball. The right-handed pitcher to the left-handed Gallo with the sidearm delivery. Here it comes. Swung on and missed on an inside fastball in the hands and like I said, he fought himself back. And he's 3-2 here now to Gallo. Looks in for the sign from Grandal. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a sinker tailing away and he strikes out Gallo after going 3-0 and oh in the count against him. So he gets the first batter on the K. Swinging. There's one out now in the top of the 8th inning. 6-3 ball game. One out, top of the 8th. Ronald Guzman, the first baseman, comes up. Takes a slider in the outside corner. 0-1. He's 0-3 in the game today. The pitch. Lowe just misses on a sinker. 1-1. Next pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Another sinker. About the same area, but he got him this time. 1-2 the count now to Guzman. Cieszek. Looks in. Sets. Delivers. Low. Taken for a ball, 2-2. and He is going at the knees right now with sinker, sinker, sinker against Guzman. Next one, he gets him on a slider that tails away a little bit higher than the rest, but outside. And strikes him out, so he switches it up a little bit after going three straight sinkers to the same part of the plate. The slider starts off that way and then tails away. And there are two outs in the eighth. Todd Frazier comes up one for three and wishes he could have corralled that ball. Hit down the line in the last half inning. As things open up for the White Sox then. He's one for three with a single in the sixth inning. He's 0-1 now. And the second pitch on the way. This one is chopped down the first baseline. Fair ball It's going to roll into the corner as they head... A shift on, picked up by Mazzara and tossed in, but Frazier is in standing up at second base with a double. It would have been a base hit, as it was high enough that I don't think Encarnacion would have gotten it, as it hit the ground and then popped up at a pretty high altitude, let's say. High enough over where Encarnacion could probably leap as it went into the outfield, but the reason it's a double is because of the shift with Mazzara way over towards center field. So there's a runner on second with two outs at the top of the eighth, and Chirinos comes up and dribbles one to short. Anderson fields it cleanly over to first, and that puts him away. So the White Sox are through the top of the eighth and maintain the 6 3 lead. Alex Colome, or Colome if you're nasty, warms up in the bullpen here in the bottom of the eighth inning, although Cesha could come in. Renteria will have to determine what he wants to do here. As Colome has been called upon a lot over the last few days. Angles, two for three. He steps in and swings and misses at a two-seam fastball, tailing away from the new pitcher, Nick Goody, right-handed pitcher, comes in here in the bottom of the eighth inning for the Rangers. The pitch to Angle. high fastball taken, two and one. We've been talking all season long about how angles has been so effective against lefties but not against righties. Well, guess what? Now it's happening against right-handed hitting. He's faced nothing but righties in both of those hits today. And he's done well all week long against right-handed hitters. And now the count goes full, 3-2, and two, with Mandrigal on deck in the ninth spot. and We'll be back up to the 1 in Anderson here in the bottom of the 8th inning. Remember when I said Engel has been leading off every time he comes up? He led off again, and this time, though, he goes down swinging on a low strike. As good as he gets him, and there's one out. goes up now. With Luis Garcia and Cody Allen warming in the bullpen for the Rangers Mandrigal one for two with a walk A triple, two runs scored And he does have the strikeout in his first at bat But I don't think that matters to him right now because he has done well since then Takes a strike, 0-1 the count The 0-1 pitch Sent down, slow roller to Frazier who will bobble the ball Mandrigal will be safe at first It'll be interesting to see what that's called It was a tough play, they're going to give him an error so, Mandrigal reaches first on an error by Frazier at third. He fielded it in the grass, charging it. It went off his wrist on a weird bounce instead of going into his glove. So, Nick Mandrigal's on first base with one out here in the bottom of the eighth inning and Timmy Anderson three for four with a double, two singles, and three runs batted in this game. Hitting 364 comes up to the plate. And he has been a beast for the White Sox today with timely hitting and speed. Outside slider taken 1-0 the count. If you're trying to figure out what Mandrigal's is going to do on the base paths He's essentially a very fast base runner Who has a very bad move when it comes to stealing bases at least at this point. That's a swinging strike high in the zone Anderson is 1-1 Goody delivers Low out of the zone 2-1 and the count So the chances of Mandrigal actually running flat out on a steal is low although if Anderson gets a base hit he can go first to third very easily the two one pitch from Goody popped up the first base catch we made by Guzman who comes running in catches it closer to the plate than he does the first base and there's two outs in the bottom of the eighth for Yohan Mancado's who's 0-1 in this game <laughs> but has been on base a lot and even been hit by a pitch. A high four-seam fastball. He lays off. One zero. The count. The pitch. Swung on and missed. One and one. The next pitch. A low changeup out of the zone. Two and one. The count with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. White Sox leading six to three in this game. The next one also misses on a low changeup. Three and one now. The count with a Brayu on deck, who finally got off the snide with his 12th RBI the last time he was up. On a deep sacrifice fly. But it was Jimenez who eventually broke this game open with the two-run double. This one's fouled off down the third base line, and the count goes full. The next pitch on the way. Swung on and missed over the hands on a slider inside. Would have been ball four. Mankata's mad at himself, but no matter. We go to the ninth inning with the White Sox up 6-3. to Ciszek is going to remain out with a three-run lead here in the top of the ninth. Colome is going to continue to warm, but warming up is much different than being used, and he has had some wear and tear on the arm. And with a three-run lead, Ricky Renteria would like to see if Cichette can get through the eight, nine, and one hitters of the Rangers. This one swung on and missed by Odur. one and one the count here in the top of the ninth inning. 6-3 White Sox. They try to start off this four game set on a good note they are still a long way away from their first day off so you have to be tricky and crafty when it comes to your substitutions and your bullpen there's a one two count now and the pitch on the way swung on and missed on a drop third strike Rondale tosses it down to first and that's the first out of the ninth inning hunter cole is one for three he's got an rbi on this game folks don't forget after every game, you listen to simulated here by Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere, podcast can be found and always at socksinthebasement.com. You can check out box scores and post-game recap and analysis from the world-famous Socks on 35th blog. Socks on 35th have been doing it for a long time, longer than us, and we'll let them do the blogging. They'll let us do the broadcasting and the podcasting, and uh, we have put together a great partnership as this one is outside. Want to know the count? Next one is lifted in the right field. Mazzaro's going to camp underneath it for a can of corn, and there's two outs in the inning. So Ciszek has gotten the first two outs, so you might as well let him finish it. As Danny Santana comes in, 0 for 2 with two walks in the game. With two outs in the top of the ninth, the White Sox lead by three, and Ciszek going for the two-inning closeout of this game. Throws a four-seamer that's fouled off down the third base line over the dugout. Next pitch on the way, Strike at the knees and quickly 0-2 the fans up on their feet as the White Sox Going for the victory here to start off a four-game set and a seven-game homestand inside taken for a ball 1-2 Sox led early one nothing, then trailed 3-1 clawed back into it and then blew up in the bottom of the seventh inning and Leading 6-3 this one is sent into the left center field gap, but it's gonna get down for a hit Runner Santana is gonna be in the second base. He's got a double You can't worry about that, you got two outs at the top of the ninth inning. And a home run here, you'd still have a one-run lead. But Santana and the Rangers not wanting to go down right now. Next batter up is Nick Solak, who's two for four in this game, as Ciszek looks in, righty against righty. Throws one inside at the knees for a strike, 0-1 the count. Got to ignore that runner on second base, and finish the game off. Sox have lost three out of their last four. 500 over their last 12 games Nick Madrigal with a nice debut tonight At second base And Seashack misses outside on the sinker He's trying to get him to chase 1-1 one and one the count The pitch Swung on and chopped foul Back to the backstop 1-2 and two. So the fans are up again With the 1-2 count with 2 outs in the top of the ninth inning The pitch on the way Oh he just missed on the outside corner 2-2 two and two, he laid off a close one Fishek resets. We'll do it again. The 2-2 pitch. This one's popped up. Anderson's underneath it, and when it comes down, this ball game will be over. The White Sox come back with a big seventh inning and put this game away to take the first of four against the Texas Rangers. Off to a good start back home. A 6-3 victory. The win is going to go to Evan Marshall. After Gio Gonzalez strikes out nine through four innings, but has to leave the game because it took him just under 100 pitches to get there. The bullpen comes together. Two from Herrera. Marshall pitches an inning. Two from Cishek. And the fireworks light up the sky. Cishek will get the two-inning save. Chavez takes the loss for the Rangers. And Nick Mandrigal has a great debut. But Tim Anderson is your player of the game, three for five with two doubles and three big RBI in this game. Congrats to Aloya Jimenez two one for three with that big two RBI double that busted this game open and put it out of reach. Nick Mandrigal, as we said, he went one for three, he had a walk, he had a triple, he scored two runs, and Adam Engel, two for four with two runs scored, he was all over the place tonight. We'll be back tomorrow night for the second of this four game set against the Texas Rangers. Reynaldo Lopez will take the mound. You have been listening to a White Sox simulated season brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park, located on the corner of 33rd and Princeton. Visit them on Grubhub or at CorkandCarryAtThePark.com now. And you've also been listening to Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SoxIntheBasement.com. Goodbye, everybody. Socks in the basement. Sox in the basement.